When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Laura. I miss you. I miss you too. Happy episode 18. Happy. How are we already (laughs) at episode 18? Like what is even happening? It's so funny because part of me feels like we've been doing this like forever. And then part of me feels like we were just on our staycation where we like recorded our first episode. (laughs) I feel the same way. I feel like that just happened. And it's like, oh my God, that was already in February. (laughs) Sometimes when I look at the episode numbers, I'm like, we're only on 18. And I'm like, no, 18. That's one a week for 18 weeks. That's a long time. Um, So I just think it's crazy. I love that we're continuing to do this and we have people that love it and more people that are finding us and I have so much fun with it. So I... I agree. Me too. It's exciting. I agree. I... So how's everything going in Washington since you're still not back here and we're still recording separately? (laughs) Everything's good. I am eight days away from being home. So one more week here in Washington. It is hot. If anybody that lives in the Pacific Northwest, they will know that we are in a crazy heat wave um like crazy 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 like the temperatures for the next week are in like all above 105 degrees it's like like, it's like arizona temps it is like palm springs vegas arizona temperatures and it's crazy because um my parents have a newer house here in yakima when they retired they got a newer house so we have air conditioning but the house i grew up in um near seattle did not have air conditioning and a lot of oh. homes in Seattle and Portland and just that whole area, they're older. And also, you don't really need air conditioning <laughs> most of the year yeah. in those places. So a lot of people are having it really, really hard right dying. now. Dying. I couldn't even oh. imagine. It's crazy. Yeah, I am all for Team AC no matter where I live because I never want to be stuck in that situation. <laughs> my mom, My mom even called me yesterday and she was like i was thinking about stephanie today i saw on the news like everybody's like so concerned for the pacific northwest it has definitely been crazy i mean even my parents air conditioning it's like working overtime right now like my mom's like i hope it doesn't die i'm like mom it's not gonna die like your house is like three years old like it's gonna be fine and you get they probably never have to use it hardly ever Well, they do in the summer. It gets hot in the summer, but like 90s would be like the max it usually gets. It might hit hit 100 a couple days a year. But yeah, this is crazy. And it's been this way for like almost a week now. And then it's supposed to be over 100 for another week. Like we are not supposed to see 90 degree temperatures here until the day I leave. So (laughs) So you're hot the rest of the time. It is And then you'll be coming back here and it's, uh, unless you bring the heat wave with you, but it's been like, like 82 here in Orange County. Well, that sounds area. amazing. So, I'm, I'm yeah. heat wave or not, I'm bringing myself to your pool. So <laughs> I am ready for you. <laughs> I can't wait. How are you doing? 
God, I feel like, like, I'm going to be honest with all of our listeners. Like, this is actually like a genuine catch up session for us because we have not talked for like the last week. Like, we've had a cute, a couple like text messages and stuff. But overall, Stephanie, because she went out of, like, they went camping for a few days. Like, so we've been kind of off the radar. And so we have to actually catch up with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny when you text me. I think it was yesterday what day did I get back from camping it was either Saturday or Sunday I had not talked to you since Tuesday like five or six days I was like yeah we really have not caught up at all yeah I think we've maybe like had message probably on Instagram like but just responding to like a story we weren't like actually like talking and that's like a long time for us it's a very long (laughs) time I feel so needy I know. This is this is also going to be probably the most like recent episode you guys are getting too. We usually record like around a week in advance, but this is like only two days in advance, so this is all fresh. <laughs> fresh we are, off the press, we are fitting it in. So was it hot as hell when you guys went? Where you guys went camping too? It was so hot, like so hot. The first day we got there actually didn't feel as bad but we also got there set up camp and then went to go have lunch at a brewery um Uh to escape the heat a little bit um but the next two days were like scorching hot it was crazy how was it at night it was at night it was like probably at the lowest like high 60s but maybe even low 70s like Oh, so it was, like, comfortable at night, It was comfortable at night, yeah, but we only had one fire. We didn't have a fire the first night. The second night, we had a fire, basically because we needed to make garlic bread, (laughs) so we had a fire, but it was hot. Like, we were miserable by the fire, and then come the last night, they said, no more fires. Like, nobody can have a fire. There's So we couldn't even have a fire the last night, even if we wanted one. It looked super cute where you guys were at, though, but all I was saying, I'm just, I mean, you know me. I'm, like, my idea of camping is, like, Where's the hotel? Like, I'm not a, I'm not big on the camping thing. That's never been a big secret. And we're going in a couple weeks and I'm just like so stressed out about what the weather's going to be like. Because if I'm like uncomfortable, like I'm just going to be miserable. I wish you could have like a but. film crew go with you. I feel like it would be like the simple life watching you camp. I mean, I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> I've done it millions of times. I'm You're just like, I just like, don't enjoy it. Like I was like, Jeff, can we just get an RV? And he was like... No, he's like, I'm not paying for it. I'm not driving it. So if you want to do all of that, go for it. (laughs) It was, I feel like the only thing about camping that I really don't enjoy is sleeping. Like no matter what, unless you bring an air mattress, which isn't real camping, but whatever, sometimes comfort's important. Oh, or me and Jeff each bring our own air mattress for a bit. We have, we use a tent for 10 and we put two (laughs) queen size air mattresses in there. So we each have like our own air mattress and... That is funny. I, last time, no, but last time we went camping, um, my air mattress was one I had, I think I borrowed it from my parents or a friend. I don't even remember, but we only had one air mattress at the time and mine would not stay like inflated. Like That is the worst. By, by like 5 a.m. I was like, like in a like uh, air mattress taco. Like it sucked. <laughs> so we that. bought one. We bought a, one, a new one at Costco uh, a month or so ago. So I was like, I have a fresh air mattress. There you go. So I can sleep in peace. And that is too camping. Don't make me argue what camping is. I know. It's so and- funny because uh, my ex and I, we would go camping once a year. That was like our once a year uh-huh. camping trip. And we would always bring an air mattress because I'm like comfort. But I remember same thing like you're saying. The air mattress would like, if there was like the mini hole in it or something, you'd wake up on the floor. Yeah. 
But my sister and her best friend are like true campers. Like they do a lot of like backpacking type trips too and stuff. So they like only pack what they need. So it's like this little sleeping pack pad and a tiny little sleeping bag and like they do camping chairs that are like the size of a toothpick I'm like uh I ain't, I ain't gonna sit on that so I'm gonna no, break it I you no we have our truck packed to the brim and that's what we need for camping <laughs> <laughs> there's no what I can fit in a backpack and that's it no I you should have seen my bag of clothes and I of course the idea of packing for a camping trip you're like well I'm gonna get dirty so that's why I need extra stuff you know yeah. And um, the reality is I'm wearing the same socks, underwear, shorts, the whole, because I'm disgusting anyways. <laughs> so yeah. why even change? So it was like the Ugh. same outfit or the same bathing suit the whole trip, like did not change my yeah. look at all. Yeah. it. <sighs> I'm sure in a couple weeks I'll have some updates on how my camping trip went. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear. We'll see. <laughs> now it's like... I like going, so like last time we went, like we're typically down by the beach. So like the temperatures are like usually like a little more mellow and we're going more inland for our trip and it's going to be like mid-July. So I'm just scared. I bought like a little um, uh, rechargeable fan. Like I'm just like, I just don't want to be, if I'm miserable, like I'm just not a fun person. So I don't want to be that I don't want to be that person where everyone's like, God, Laura's such a bitch. So <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm prepared. So you can be as comfortable so as possible. And still have a good time. Exactly. exactly. Um, how, what, well, okay. How, how has it been? I know, I mean, you've gone, you've been in California and not seen Mr. Boss Moves for like three weeks. So how has it been being away for, how long have you been gone? Two weeks? So I've been gone, yeah, a little over two weeks. By the time I get back, it'll be just over three weeks. So, I mean, we're talking every single day, all day. So going good. Oh, yeah. So that's what I was going to ask is like, if you guys, are you guys only texting? Have you guys like not FaceTimed or anything? We are only texting. Like, I think I kind of like it because I feel like I would be, I'm not a huge phone person or a FaceTime person. Like, I don't Uh enjoy it. And so I feel like I would be like, ugh, like, if he wanted to do that, I feel like I would, like, dread it a little bit. And But I feel like he doesn't like it either. So I'm like, we're, like, the perfect match. (laughs) Neither one of us like being on the phone. I just feel, I mean, I hate, I hate talking, which is weird. I used to be obsessed with talking on the phone, and now I hate it. Like, I literally would talk on the phone for hours, like, a day with friends, whatever. Even, like, five years ago, I was still like that. And now I'm just, like... I don't want to talk on the phone. Like only time I'm down with talking on the phone is like when I'm like driving, like I'll like don't mind catching up with somebody, but as far, but I feel like if I was away for Jeff from Jeff for two weeks, like I just, so that I could see him and feel like we could have a more personal conversation. We've only ever, so I've now known him for April, May, June, over three months or just about three months actually. We've only ever spoken on the phone once, and it was because I couldn't find parking at his <laughs> building. And I, like, called him, and I was like, I can't find parking. And I was like, never mind, I just found parking. And that's the only phone conversation we've ever had. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's a lie. You guys have had two, because he called you when we were um, when we were drunk recording oh, our right. bonus episode. Yes. He's like, sure I you, forgot my bobblehead. You bobble brought head. your bobblehead. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. So two phone conversations that were probably like three <laughs> seconds each. But yeah, I yeah. know when you had texted me about that the other day, you were like, have you guys FaceTimed or anything? I'm like, 
No, but I'm like, I don't think either either one of us are like dying to either. <laughs> like we talk all oh. day long. You know what I mean? Like it's not like yeah. I'm feeling like no, he's avoiding me or anything. Sure. Well, I'm glad you guys. Oh, so you guys already have like plans like when you come back? Yes, we have a lot of plans, which is really exciting. We um, I'm meeting we have plans for me to meet one of his friends and his girlfriend. We're going to do a little double date and then his parents and his brother and sister in law. And he's going to meet we're going out you and Jeff and me and MBM um, are going out with Taylor and Dustin before they move. So um, yeah, we have some plans and plans to make plans, and it's going to be nice coming back. Okay, well, I guess I need to, like, start penciling myself into your calendar. You d- you do. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I, like, I am just wanting to soak up every minute of this work-from-home situation before it slowly starts to end, because... I just, I'm not tired after work when I work from home. Like, I want to do all the things, and I know that's going to change yeah. when I do go back to work. So, a hundred percent. I hardly want to even like think about cooking dinner once I'm back no. to like going to the office. So, so we need we'll to squeeze to, um, in all our summer fun, summer 2021, best summer we need ever. Our pool days. We need our pool days, and we need to get in some recording in person. Yes. It's always just better that way. I know. Ugh, how was your father's day? It was good. I'm trying to think what we did. That was only a week ago and it feels so long ago. Um, Oh, we made, so my dad loves, my mom makes homemade biscuits and they're like just butter, pure butter. They're horrible for you, but they're so good. Um, So he requested biscuit breakfast sandwiches. So we did that. And then my sister and I took him out to a brewery and we got beers. Like his favorite, his all time favorite IPA, because we're all IPA, my sister, my dad and I are all IPA people, uh-huh. um, is from a brewery here in Yakima called Wandering, ha- Wandering Hop Brewing, and it's called 369 uh-huh. Damn She Fine. IPA. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, his fa- it's his favorite and my sister's favorite. So we went and we had a couple 369s and um, <laughs> did the brewery thing. Ooh, you okay? Yeah. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm okay. Let me just take a drink. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, and then we um, came home. I don't even think we were hungry. I think, like, that biscuit breakfast sandwich was, like, nobody needs. And then a couple beers on a Sunday, we were like, yeah, nobody needs dinner. We're not doing dinner tonight. So it was nice. We just hung out at home and enjoyed being together. And it was so cute. My parents were like, how cool. Like, Stephanie was with us for both Mother's Day and Father's Day because I was in Palm Springs for Mother's Day with them. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's been a long, besides last year when I was living here, it had been a long time since I'd been with them on Mother's Day and Father's Day this yeah. year. So what about you? How was your Father's Day? Uh, Father's Day was okay. So I am realizing why masks were actually amazing because I am a person who gets a lot of colds, but I went a good year and a half without a cold, courtesy of wearing masks and staying home. Yep. And unfortunately, the second masks went away in California, <laughs> guess who got a cold? Laura. And it was not it was not that bad, but it was enough where like I didn't want to go because like Jeff's dad's sick, so I didn't want to like I didn't end up going to his because we were going to do like first half of the day with his family, second half with mine. Um, And it wasn't that bad of a cold, but it was just I didn't want to take any chances. So I was like, you just go to your dad's like I'll stay home. And then um, I ended up and then Jeff came back like around three or four. And then we went to my parents and we just sat outside. My dad, we barbecued like ribeyes and 
had like a nice like dinner outside and it was really nice and I always feel bad. My dad always like barbecues on Father's Day. Oh, <laughs> but he loves. He, I think I feel I think like guys love that. Yeah, I, I feel know. like they love it. But yeah, my parents' backyard is just an amazing. I was going to say you posted like in. a couple pictures and I'm like their view is insane. Yeah, they have a beautiful view of like all of the San Gabriel Valley and it's it's so nice. So and it's like perfect. It was like because it was pretty hot on Father's Day, but their backyard is like this time of year is like pretty much all shade by late afternoon. So it was just like so nice to just sit out there and enjoy um, dinner and some drinks and stuff. So it was nice. It was. And then I just I kind of just had this like obnoxious lingering. Like I never felt like super awful where I was like sick yeah. or I had to like call off from work or anything like that. But I just felt like crappy and it was like, I wasn't sleeping great. It was just kind of enough of a lingering cold where I was annoyed that I hadn't had a cold in this long. <laughs> and, like literally one weekend of no masks yeah. in California. The and second you I take off a mask, <laughs> the cold hits. Yep. I'm dreading that part. I was like, it's probably like we went to a wedding and Jeff's a couple of Jeff's cousins, I think, said they got a cold. So I was like, I probably got it at the wedding. I don't know. But I was like, of course I would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody's going to be in that same boat. I mean, we haven't seen germs or been around germs in over a year. So I know. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. And what about. uh, So, yeah, Father's Day was last weekend. We talked about this like last weekend, which wasn't really much going on for me. But what about your Fourth of July plans? Is that. So forth, like, what's going on up there? Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be still super hot here. Like, I'm pretty sure over 105 that whole weekend. Um, but my sister's best friend, Jen, who went camping with us, um, her uh-huh. and her husband are like family friends now. So like they hang out with my parents and it's fun. So they are coming Saturday. We're going to do another river float. Um, we're going to do a longer one. I think it's like a six hour float. Um, so we're going to do that Saturday and then Sunday's 4th of July here. Like we set up like a slip and slide outside and sprinklers and we just are like in our bathing suits running through the sprinklers all day. And then another float on Monday and then Tuesday, I'm going to have to start packing and thinking about going home, but it will be. Wait, I thought you come home. You told me yesterday you come home Monday when I texted you. Did I really? I said, yeah, Tuesday. You said, cause you said Monday night. Aww. We had a conversation about Monday. Sorry, I, I lied to you. I come home Tuesday. I lied to you. <laughs> not that I was not that I was expecting to see you, but I was just like thinking because <laughs> that was part of the conversation, which I won't go get into. But um, okay, so you come home Tuesday. Yes. And what about you? What All are right. you? You have a Wait, busy so Fourth of July weekend. Um, and I mean, not that we have to talk business on the podcast, but when are we going to record for next week? <laughs> We got to squeeze that in, so like, we'll get our calendars out. In or we might be announcing that we're taking a holiday break <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. To, to be um, determined. Yeah. Um, this weekend, we actually have a super busy, kind of super busy weekend. So Friday, we, um, so Jeff's brother, who we're like super close with, we hang out with them like every week. Um, he turns 40 this weekend. And so I want a contest on Instagram, like, a week or so ago it's like um we won like four tickets to the angel game this friday night and it's like amazing seats they sent me the tickets already we're like right behind the angels dugout like it's gonna be awesome so they sent us four tickets for the game they sent me like 
a $50 gift card to Bruheim Brewery, which is like a brewery right by the stadium that we enjoy going to. Um, a $50 gift card to some Mexican restaurant. I don't even remember the name. I've never been there. Um, a $100 gift card to the team store. So awesome. And I think that was it. So anyway, so we're taking Jeff's brother and um, Annie to the game on Friday night. So we're going to like do a little pre-birthday because his birthday is actually on 4th of July. So we're doing that Friday and then we're having his birthday party actually at his ho- our house on Saturday for his 40th. We're having like, um, we hired a taco guy. We hired a bartender. How fun. Of fun. Yeah. And then I actually have no idea what we're actually doing on 4th of <laughs> July though. Because we usually hang out with like Brian and Annie for um, his birthday. And we usually just do the 4th of July thing with them. But because we're having his party the day before, I don't know if that means we're not hanging out probably on 4th of July. I have no idea. So, um, and then Monday, I guess we have off and Monday will probably be a recoup day. Yes, you are going to need it after this weekend. Yeah, so, and it should be, it's supposed to be like, same thing, like low 80s all weekend. So it should be like super nice. Perfect weather. Yeah, so that's kind of our 4th of July plans. Very fun. Yeah, so I guess that's kind of our life updates. So not much else exciting going on, but so we could um, we could talk dub dub updates. It's not good. I mean, <laughs> not good. <laughs> um, oh, you go first. You go first. So okay. So I know how like I feel like I've been like. Oh, like I haven't really been doing dub dub, but I've been like maintaining. So like I'm okay with that right now. Like that's been my mentality yeah. for like the last like year on and off, like on and off. I'll really try. and But most of the time I'm like, whoa, I've been able to at least maintain what I've lost so yeah. far. So I'm like just having fun right now. Well, it's caught up to me fast all of a sudden. <laughs> like All of a sudden in the past like two months, I would say I'm like putting on weight again. And I went to go put on a pair of shorts here. And those shorts, uh-huh. I have a picture of myself in, in Paso Robles at the end of April when I was with my parents and they fit fine uh-huh. and I can't even button them now. Like the freaking shorts don't fit. Yeah. Like how does it catch up to you in like a matter of like seven weeks? Yeah. You're like, um, I j-, and it's not even like I wore these last summer. You're like, I just wore these like Memorial Day. Yes. Like less than two months ago. So I'm like, I was talking to my sister and my mom about it. And I'm like, oh, like my goal is to at least leave Washington with my shorts fitting. Like, I don't care what I weigh, how much I lose, whatever. Like, I literally just want my shorts to buckle. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's it. So, so I have been trying like, and my mom is so supportive too. So she like, um, We've been, we cooked way more fun things during quarantine, but we've been doing a lot of like fish burger patties, like with no like bun. And then we'll do like really good roasted vegetables with it or something in some kind of good sauce. Like we'll make like light cravings, Peruvian sauce or something to put on it. And um, so we've been doing that. And like this morning, she was so cute. I was, I'm obsessed with sweet and savory stuff right now. Do you follow Uh her? She's like, I do. Yeah. yeah, She's like a recipe um, blogger and shares WW points and I like her because, A, she posts a lot of recipes. Like, she posts all the time. And then I I like how she... So, thinking about going back to work, I like that she posts, like, here's what's in my lunch bag this week. And she posts, like, everything. And I'm like, it looks so easy. So, I showed my mom her page. And so, my mom made one of her um, baked oats 
recipes this morning, the peach one, and it was so freaking good. I'm like, dude, I could eat this every day. Like, I'm totally going to make that again. So, yeah, my mom's been so supportive. But I was thinking, I wonder, like, do ahead. you think it's something, because I have no idea, like, what the, it looked amazing. I saw it on your Instagram this morning. But is it something that is, like, easily, um, like, can I make a batch and, like, you think it would be good leftovers? Yes, that's what she does. So she makes an entire batch of it. And then her recipe, it's huge. You could easily make it into more portions. But her recipe divides it into four portions and they're huge portions and that peach Uh one is only five points on um, blue and green and I think it's three or four on purple because of the oats. Oh my god it looked so good and I love is it like peach cobblery because yes I was telling my mom I'm like this tastes like dessert it tastes like peach cobbler it was so good and we just Uh. put like a little bit of yogurt on with some more fruit it was so good but I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, why am I all of a sudden gaining weight when I like ate and drank the way I did during quarantine here and didn't? And I'm like, the only things I can think of are when I'm home in California and eating out a lot more. And I, we did not eat out yep. here very often. So I'm like, OK, that's a change I'm going to have to go home and make. And then yep. I was working out with a trainer twice a week here and then also doing, you know, some of the strength Peloton workouts. And I'm like, Okay, so I, I'm not doing the trainer anymore because it's way too expensive for me, even though I love her. Um, but now that I have a Peloton, I'm like, I'm, I need to do the Peloton. And I need to continue strength training. So between those two things of not eating out and working out again and then trying to slowly get back into WW, like I know I'll be fine. I just have to do it. But I'm, it just amazed me how like fast like you can go from being like, I got this to like, I do not oh, got this. I know. <laughs> Or I'll, yeah, I'll just even, um, I'll like put on a shirt and it's not necessarily that it doesn't fit or something, but then I'll like, and I'll wear it. And then like, I'll happen to like see it in my memories that week. And I'm like, oh, the shirt did not fit me like that anymore. Like, it's just like those little things where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I have been doing zero activity. I know I keep saying it's like, I've been talking about this, like in almost all of our episodes, like my ankle issue, which is still an issue. I haven't been able to get a doctor's appointment for like ever. I need to just call and like make it, you have to like make it seem like you're like, like you can't even a walk. serious emergency yeah. for them to like, not just throw you in the like queue. But, um, I think I need to just start doing small things to like work up to it again. Cause like, I'm not going to be able to just like, it's been so, it's been like a few months now with no activity that like, it's not like I'm just going to be able to like hop on the bike and do like a 45 minute ride. Like exactly. I need to start like getting myself back into the groove. Cause I'm just like, and I'm hoping that like, I'm like, okay, Steph's got her bike. Not that. And that's the thing I hate when I use other people as like being my motivation. Cause it's like, you have to do that motivation like yourself or it's like never going to work. But I'm hoping that, um, seeing you get excited about your bike will kind of make me want to at least start trying to do a little bit of riding more again. I just, and I'll just have to see. Yeah. And and I don't even think, I think when you said like, I hate using other people as motivation, like, of course you you should want to motivate yourself, but I don't think that's a bad thing either. And I've needed that many, many, many times, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I think you need to want to do it to try just because somebody else is going to, is doing it doesn't mean you're going to want to do it. So if you're in the mind frame already that you want to do it, then yeah, seeing other people doing it or, you know, that's why the Instagram WW community is so big because people need that inspiration from other people. And like I told you, huge thing. Go ahead. I told you before getting on this call, like when we were planning our episode notes and, you know, talking about what we were going to talk about, I was like, 
oh, by the way, Laura, like, I'm so excited to get my Peloton. Like, the closer it gets, I'm, like, so excited. And I'm, like, all these people on Instagram that would post, like, their Peloton workouts they would do daily or whatever, like, I would always just click through. Like, I'm, like, eh, good for you, but, like, never really cared. And now I'm finding myself, like, screenshotting their stories, like, Jenny, um, track it like it's hot. She does, she wakes up at, like, 4.30 in the morning and will do, like, stacked workouts of, like, an hour to, like, an hour and a half, usually a day. Of like, it'll be a ride or a stretch and then a ride and then a strength, strength, stretch, whatever. And I've been screenshotting them because I'm like, I need to learn how to do this. (laughs) Okay. So do you know the situation about making a stacked workout? No. I don't. Okay. So this is the thing they added just like, I want to say either early this year or late last year, but it's a new feature they added. Because you used to, if you wanted to do like build your workout and do like numerous workouts, you would have to like complete it and then like go find it and then do it. Now, I don't think you could do it in the app yet, but you can do it on your desktop and you can like build your stacked workout so that it automatically just starts the next route. You're like, okay, start, you go to your stack, you start it, and then it just goes through all of them instead of stopping and like having to find your next ride or having yes. to find your next like thing. It just puts all of it there. So you like build your stack on the desktop and then you can start the workout on your bike and it does it all for you. I need to look into that because I am just, I'm so excited. Like the closer it gets to it, I'm like, I have have not been this excited to work out in a long time. So, I'm so excited. Yes, I'm, ex- I'm very excited to get it. Yeah, because I mean, you've used a Peloton before, right? Because your sister has one. Yeah, my sister has one, so I've used it. And I've done spin classes, which I know this is not the same as a spin class. It's um, not. And that's like, I think a good thing to like, because so many people like want it to be that. And it's not, but it's like still a different, like amazing. Like, yeah, it's still good. And I'm excited. Like the lights that I love that you have around your TV to like illuminate uh-huh. them. So it looks a little bit like a spin studio if it's dark or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I bought, you sent me the link. I bought the same ones. And um, I'm so excited. Like I'm like, my Peloton's going to be facing my mirror. So that gives a little bit of a spin class vibe. And then I can turn yep. off the lights and turn my lights on my TV so it has, like, that glowy vibe. And I'm like, it's kind of like a spin class, right? Totally. Totally. <laughs> At least the and vibe I mean, is getting, like And it. you can always get, they have those little, like, um, plug-in, like, USB, like, disco balls if you really want to, like, get the lights going in your room and stuff. Like <laughs> My roommates are like, it. what is going on in there? <laughs> Something's having a rave in there. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I still haven't been really tracking I've been tracking like here and there but like yeah I'm still doing horrible on the weekends and I mean yeah it's hard and you have a busy weekend coming up (sighs) that you want to enjoy so I know so that's I mean and that's the times where I really need to be like on it during the week like so I did happen to track my breakfast this morning so I mean that's a summer okay it's Monday so here I am like let's at least try to get back going again so yes We'll see. I need to, I just haven't, I, I joined back going to studio again. I started paying the money to go to the studio again and I haven't been to the studio in like three weeks. I think I went like three weeks and now I haven't been for three. So it's like, just like wasting my money, like doing this kind of stuff. It's like paying for a Peloton, not using it, paying to go to the studio, not using it. It's like, need to get my shit together. Yeah. Don't we all, don't we all? I know. All right. I need to go get some more water. So let's take a quick 
wine refill. Not a wine refill. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It's 11 a.m. <laughs> We're recording on our lunch break at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but let's just take a quick break. Hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. We want to tell you about Slim Chillers. These adult frozen cocktails and shooters are without all of those unforgiving calories, but still taste great. We are talking Slim Shooters that are only 20 calories and come in five great flavors like raspberry lemonade and coconut lime. They don't need to be frozen, come in a pack of 30, and are great for parties and tailgates. They also have a cream variety that are made with real cream and feature six delicious flavors at only 60 calories each. My personal favorite, oatmeal cookie. Besides Slim Shooters, they offer 100-calorie vodka skinny freezers and 114-calorie wine freezers, too. I can't wait to try the blackberry pomegranate sangria. Slim Chillers are available at select retailers, including Target, BevMo, and Walmart. Visit SlimChillers.com to purchase or to find a retailer near you. Must be 21 to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. And we're back. All right, Steph. So I had brought up to you that there was something I kind of wanted to talk about um, because this was kind of like going on a lot. This like kind of came up in the Instagram, our little Instagram community. I think it was like all influencer communities. It wasn't just the WW community. Um, Probably about, I don't know, it's been like one or two weeks ago. So basically there was this, um, I think how it all started, at least this is how I heard it. I saw all these people talking about it. Everything seemed to link back to this girl on Instagram. Can't remember her page name. It's like girl gangs, like 773 or something like that. And like she started just trying to like basically like show all of the bad side of like the influencer world and that all these people that are making money off of it, but they aren't following FTC guidelines and they're not disclosing like the things that they're sharing, they're like making money from it. And so I was, I got like super into this like rabbit hole where now it's like been a week or two where now I'm like so annoyed by so much of the stuff I watch on her page that I like can't yeah. stand it anymore. I had to unfollow. But it definitely, like... it's a lot. And um, cause it's turned into so much more where I'm just like, oh, this is so annoying. I can't even watch these stories anymore. But so I kind of wanted to hear your opinion because I like brought up that I want to talk about it, but we haven't actually really talked about it. So I kind of want to hear your opinion. So long story short, if you are supposed to like, let's say a company like comes to you, they want to um, pay you to post about a product. You are technically supposed to show somewhere according to the FTC guidelines that um, it's like what somewhere on the stories you're supposed to put that in, or in your feed that it's sponsored or an ad you have to like disclose that so let's hear your take on this stuff okay so my take (laughs) is um i don't know off the top of my head all of the ftc guidelines but i do know if you get paid for something you have to you know put that it's sponsored or, or an ad or whatever technically if you're sent something for free you're supposed to put that as well so you'll notice in your feed and stories a lot of people like if they're sent free I don't know, protein bars or premier protein shakes or something that they'll have paid um, partnership in it. It's not necessarily that they're being paid. They might be. Mm -hmm. But even if you're receiving a product for free, you're still supposed to disclose that. So when you go on and rave about this $15 a box cereal and how great it is, you need to be letting people know that you got that for free. And that might be contributing to your (laughs) review of overpriced cereal. So it's, it's those kind of things. Um, but she was also discussing like 
swipe up links, like affiliate links. Like if you have a like to know an account and and somebody says, where did you get your tank top? I like it. Then if you put a swipe up link, you're supposed to put ad or sponsored or something as well. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of getting lost in all of it. And she and this girl was like calling out specific huge influencers for doing shady things. And some of them really were shady shady when I was watching it. And some of them were like, I don't know. Like I see a lot of people not doing that. So I don't know. I I got I followed her and then I unfollowed her. I'm like, this is too much. Like her stories were just all day long negative. And to me, it it what even though the influencers, a lot of them were doing something wrong, her page was coming off as like a bullying page to me. So I unfollowed. And I then do I agree think, with that. And then I think it was after that you were actually like, oh my god, I got sucked down this rabbit hole. Uh, and I was like, what? And you were like, I don't know. It's just a lot. So I re-followed for a while. And then I, I got to the same place where I was like, it, this is too negative for me. And then I started noticing people in our community starting to put things like ad or sponsored when they weren't before. Or if they posted a target link of something where they got their shoes or whatever, they were like, this is not an affiliate link. Like they had to disclose that. And I'm like, this is getting annoying. Like this is just getting too see, much. And I see, I kind of disagree in just a sense where I'm so for me I know how the influencer game works I understand this world a little bit because I've received I like I just kind of am more familiar with it but I look at it as a being somebody who's just on Instagram as like just a normal person who's not trying to be a member of the influencer community in any way and like you th- like if you don't know what the link to know a website is and you're not you're just not familiar with all of these things i think it's fair to be aware of how people why people are sharing things like and f- really figuring out are people like genuinely sharing things because you can it's so easy to spot out the influencers who gen- genuinely share things they like and who literally will share anything and everything for yes. a paycheck And I think it's just, I think it's more for those people who just don't know. And I think it's important to be able to, like, I don't know. I think it's just, I've lost my train of thought. I I think it's a messy, like, topic because here's the thing. There are actual influencers. And then there's people that, you know, like even in our WW community, I can't think of many that I actually consider an influencer. Maybe in the, in the sense that they like influence you to buy certain products at the grocery store or something, which I guess is an influencer. But when I think influencer, I think like those like southern suburban housewives that have kids in a suburban and they just share they stand in front of a mirror all day long and do try-ons and tell you to swipe up to buy it and it's like I mean but that's just a different kind of influencer I me I'm considered an influencer you're considered an influencer which is so crazy to me different but why is that any different I mean we're still sharing our life and we're sharing on occasion products too and stuff I mean we're just we're all on a different level and we're all sharing different things but we're still considered an influencer. And I feel like... And I think that's the thing that drives me crazy is is I think the rules have to be the same for everybody across the board. It's not like if you're trying to be an influencer, then the rules apply to you. But if you're not trying to, but people just are influenced by you, then they don't. No, it has to be the same across the board. But when I hear like... I'm an influencer in this space. Like, am I naive to it? No, I do think that I have influence and I've influenced people to to buy products or I've influenced people to try a recipe. We literally do a flavor of, 
We literally do a flavor of the week every week, which I will say we never make any money off of those. The only things we've maybe shared is if it's like a like a referral link where we maybe, but we've disclosed that. But like, we never do like an affiliate link, but no. we're literally influencing people to purchase things. Yes. But it's so weird to think <laughs> about. It's like, I'm not like, I once basically like if I get some, a question about like, where did you get your cute Seahawks hat or something? Then I'll, then I'll go, I'm like, Oh, I'll go to like to know it. Cause I have a like to know it account. That's not very exciting. <laughs> I don't want to follow it. Yeah. It's not very exciting. But like, I will plug it in there because I do make like 50 cents off of it if you go through my link or whatever. And I'm like, whatever. Like, it does take time to go search the links, you know, when somebody easily could could go black hat SEA women's and find it themselves. So like, I've never mm-hmm. really felt like there's anything super wrong with that. But I didn't know. I mean, in the beginning of Like to Know It, I didn't realize that that was a commission site. Yeah. I'm sure there's tons of people that don't know that. And here's, so think, and here's the other... I think I've always known it's a commission site. But here's the other thing about Like to Know It. So I've never felt like there's anything wrong. Like, I've never once gone to get a link on my Like to Know It and felt guilty about it. Like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm doing this to people. Because I just never thought there was anything wrong with it. It's not yeah. like they're paying more or anything. And I don't but think I there have, is. And I have, ever since this whole thing started, I have started to put, um, and I hope I've remembered every time, I don't post. It's like maybe once a month I'll post something if somebody asks. But um, I've started to put, like, affiliate link just so I am transparent about it, even if I yeah. think it's, like, ridiculous. Whatever. I've started to put it. Um, But but the flip side of it, when I was following that girl that's sharing everything, is not only was she attacking influencers, but she was also attacking like to know it. And I've never noticed Uh this. I don't share enough to notice this. Some people spend all day sharing links that are commissionable. But apparently, like, like to know it gives you, like, an estimate of what you'll make as an influencer per sale. So let's say I post a hat. And let's say it tells me I'm going to make 50 cents commission for each hat sold. Well, apparently, they'll go in after... And like edit that. So like you might have thought you'd make 50 cents, but you actually are going to end up making 15 or something cents. So yeah. she was like also exposing them, which was kind of crazy. I don't know. It was just a lot. And I think what bothered me the most, and you know this about me, I can't stand bag- bandwagon shit. I can't stand, like if something's bothered you for so long and you've been talking about it for a long time, great. Or if you just learned about something and, and then you want to discuss it, great. But it was such a bandwagon thing to be sharing her page and all of a sudden everybody was doing the right thing when nobody was doing the Like that to me was just like, ugh, I'm so sick and tired of every story I click on being about this. That I agree with. It did. It became a lot about that. But I don't think it's necessarily a bandwagon thing for people to just be transparent and putting affiliate link like down at the bottom. No, like, not sharing, but talk, but talking about all of a sudden. And I, because I also think there's this toxic like culture within influencers to be like, I'm a better influencer than you. I've been doing it right and you haven't. Or I, yeah. I'm more transparent than this person. And you will see that in the influencer world a lot. You will see one influencer constantly talk about how transparent they are and blo- how great they are. And they might not call anybody out by name, but they're basically saying everybody else isn't transparent and I am. And I'm so it, yeah. it's this toxic world. It's just weird. If you think about it, you guys, this doesn't exist. How many years ago? Even maybe eight years ago, 10, eight to 10 years ago? 
Like, influencers didn't yeah. exist the way that they do now. You couldn't just get an affiliate link or... And I think that's the thing is, like, so many people, like, they become an influencer out of nowhere. Like, they didn't even think... And so you're not educated in any of this. And no. how many businesses have you worked with where they, like, they're just like, yeah, post... It. Like, so, for example, I'm going to be doing a giveaway with somebody this week. And so because of all this, I asked, what are specific things you want to make sure are included? And, and like, there's so many companies that are just, like... Like, they were good about sending me what's needed and things like that. But I know there's companies that, like, don't care. Yeah. Like, because it's not on them. It's on you. So companies, it's not a company's job to tell you how to post. Exactly. That is it within the guidelines. That's on you because it's your page. Exactly. So I think it's, you just, you don't ever think about it. You don't no. know that, oh, well, that's something I need to be educated on. So I think it's fine that, like, it's like somebody brought light to it. Do I agree? She's extremely annoying and how she's gone about it has been super annoying but I think it's just brought a lot um made people aware that weren't aware or people that were aware but didn't think it was necessary which I'm looking more at those accounts that have million followers and things like that where they have these insane like and they're just making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year being posting on Instagram it's it's Instagram influencer and that they're not being as authentic about it. So I'm not, I just think it's, um, it's a good habit for certain people to kind of just try to get. And I think it's a good habit, I, mean, I even posted, exactly, because I mean, I don't even know if you remember, but like I had posted something like a month or two ago and I was like so concerned. I was like, oh, I didn't say, I think I had said like, oh, I didn't put that it was sponsored. And I don't remember if it was in the stories or a post. I was like, do you think I should delete it? Like I was being super concerned yes. about it because I wanted it to be transparent. So I know we've had these conversations before, but. And I do um, think your point of like, even though I don't consider myself an influencer <clears throat> and I don't think you do, even though we know we have influence in this community, um, we get it. Like we get how it works. We know if we click on a link, it's a, it's a, you know, like to know it thing most of the time or whatever. Or if I buy built bars with your code, which I don't buy built bars, but let's just say I did still, um, you know, somebody's making money where a lot of people don't, a lot of people just think, Oh my God, you're going to save me three bucks. Oh my gosh. Thanks for posting the link. So I think being somewhat a part of the influencer community versus just being somebody that takes information in on um, social media and doesn't know, like, even if it doesn't change your mind, like, even if you're like, I don't care if somebody makes three bucks because I use their code and it saves me 10% or whatever. Like, if you don't care, that's, that's great. I don't personally care. But I do think, like you said, it's just nice to know, like, you know, it's nice for people to know how it works. And there are a lot of shady influencers out there that try to pretend that they use all the products that they're telling you to buy and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they just want you to buy the products so that they get money in their pockets. So yeah. yeah, I do think, um, that's important. And that's like, I am always for myself and I'm always, you know, an advocate for others. Like, Go through your list, like pull out people that you do not feel are being authentic in what they're sharing. Like, yep. That, those are, that's somebody I would never want to support. They're- like, there's a girl I follow, and I'm not going to call her out because I do enjoy following her, <laughs> but she wears lash extensions, yet she promotes a lash serum. Oh my gosh. And I'm just, and so those are the things where I'm just like, and it's the same thing. Another thing that, um, that girl gang's Instagram page was calling out a lot of is when you are promoting, um, beauty skin products and like things like that, like, or makeup 
and like using filters when you're promoting it. That's not being like authentic. And I agree with that too. Like if you're sharing about this amazing makeup yet you're using an Instagram filter, like that's right. kind of weird. But um, so it's things like that where I'm just, but I, I mean, I have, that's for you to like decide like, is this the kind of people you want to follow or not? And does it bother you? Then unfollow if it doesn't then. So be it. But I think it I think it is important for influencers to be aware of it and to be authentic about it. And I think it's important for just people who don't know to be knowledgeable knowledgeable about it as well, I guess. So Exactly. Because I don't know. I don't I think there are people that just don't have a clue about how much I don't even have a clue do make about money off of Instagram. Yeah, and like some of it I mean some of it I don't have a clue about. A lot of it I do and some of it I don't have a clue about. And some of it bothers me and some of it it doesn't. And some of, some of it I just get tired of hearing about. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. like all these different like parts of it. But yeah, like I, you know, when I was brand brand new to this WW Instagram community, I did make good money, you know, working with a brand in the very beginning. Like, and I didn't know what I was doing. I've since realized that brand is trash and I don't understand. I do understand why people still promote them because it's good money, like seriously good money. But I just I, from like a moral standpoint, I don't know why how you can for a paycheck that bothers me. But this particular brand, basically, I don't know if they've changed since I haven't worked with them in over a year now, but they let influencers just out on their own. They'd send you an every Friday PayPal deposit and it was a lot of money. And then basically come tax time, you'd contact them because money money earned, you have to report in taxes. And I don't think a lot of influencers yeah. realize that either. They yeah. The IRS will find out. You can't yeah. receive hundreds and thousands of dollars and not have the IRS find out. So I knew that. And so I was contacting them. This was the very beginning of the brand too. And they never sent me anything. I had to figure it out on my own of how to, and I still don't know if I reported it accurately. And I still have some of that money just sitting there because I'm like, it could come back to me one day. And I think that's the scary thing. I don't know if they've changed they still that. Never, they still never sent you an I, not an I, not, whatever it is. They the never W9 or whatever it is. Yeah, nope, yeah. never. So that that's scary and I know like I'm like a psycho with my taxes like I'm like I don't just get money that I don't have to pay taxes on that's not the way it works <laughs> so yeah, I know yeah. any money I get I need to save you know whatever percentage of it because I'm going to have to pay taxes on it the companies can't take taxes out you are going to have to pay taxes yeah. on money earned over a certain amount you know and so knowing that I was really careful with the money that I earned but I know there's a lot of people that are just like they don't think like that. And these people are going to get screwed because the companies also aren't. You can't work with people and then not do your responsibility as a company either. I mean, it's everybody's responsibility to, you know, prioritize their own finances or whatever, pay attention. But a lot of people just don't know. And that's scary, yeah. too. It's scary that you could potentially make so much money, spend that money and then get hit with a tax bill that'll ruin your life, you know? Yep. Yeah. So it, it's. It's just, it's a crazy world. It's a, it's a world that seems so easy to get, be a part of because it is if you want it and you spend enough time on social media and there's a lot of money to be earned if you spend the time and do quality posts and stories yep. and stuff. But it's just, it's so, it's such a scary world to be a part of too. Yeah, because you need to know what you need to do where you're not, because like, like I said, you're the one who's going to get in trouble, not these brands that are sending you free stuff and paying you to post things and stuff like that. You're the one who's going to get the, get the kickback if you're not exactly following things. So let's talk Britney. 
Oh my gosh. I was camping. I woke up. So I had reception at my campsite, spotty reception, but I woke up. I had heard some things the day before and woke up the next day and was reading the full transcript. And I was like almost Mm -hmm. in tears for her. Oh, I was so I knew it was happening um, that day. So I was like waiting and then I'd heard she was going like to be, I think it was like around two or three or something. She was going to be in the courtroom or, but I think, so I got confused. I thought she was going to be actually in court, but based on like some of the stuff I was reading and listening to, seemed like she was over Zoom or something. Do you know? Yeah, I also thought she was going to be in court, but she called in. So whether it was Zoom or whatever, okay. she actually called into court. That's what I thought. Because I thought I heard something in the trans, or I read something or heard something when I listened to the transcript where I was like, wait, so she's not actually there. But yeah, so at first I had found somebody that was there that was live tweeting everything. So I was reading things like as it was being like tweeted and I was like, oh my God, this is insane. And then there was the Variety article that posted the whole transcript like an hour or two later and I read through all of that. And then later that night, I listened to a YouTube video that had the actual recording. And um, it's so sad. It's It was crazy because a few nights before that, no more than a week before, um... My dad and my, I don't even think my mom was there. My dad and I were like scrolling for something to watch and we were like not agreeing on anything and couldn't find something to watch one night. And I was like, hey, like, I know you probably don't care that much about Britney Spears, but I was like, this documentary on Hulu is really interesting. Like, it's crazy because my dad will sit there and like judge her voice and auto tune and da da da. I'm like, but she's a person, dad. Like, so I had told yep. my dad this documentary is actually really interesting. So we watched it and my dad was like, yeah, that is crazy, you know. And then just a few days later was the court thing. So it was all fresh. Like I had just watched the documentary yeah. again, you know. And then reading it and just because you go on her Instagram and there's been a lot of like speculation on her Instagram posts. Of, is it really her that's posting? Is she putting out signals to people? Like, and you get wrapped up in it too. You're like, Am I wrapped up in the free Britney thing where, like, I'm just on this crazy bandwagon of people that are like, it's abusive, but she really needs it? Or because she's saying she's okay, but is it really her saying she's okay? Yeah. And so she basically said... I know. So many conspiracies, like... Yes. Like, I don't do well with conspiracies. I'm like, I always try to, like, be like, it's there for a reason, right? But I'm like, hearing her talk, I'm like, I think it was there for a reason at one point. And I think now it's just beyond like it is just abusive to the max at this point and absolutely it's just it's so crazy like the fact that like she can't drive in her boyfriend's car like she she is a she's older than she's older than me she's she's not even she can't even drive herself she can't drive herself she's not allowed to drive in her boyfriend's car she has an i i IUD. IUD. I wanted to say IUD. IUD. Uh, in, in her that they do not let her take out. So even if she wants yep. to have another baby, which I don't know if she should or not. Like, I'm not going to speculate on if she's in a month, you know, but th- she's not allowed to do it even if she wanted to. Um, yep. She's forced to work. She's forced to take medications that she doesn't want to take. Like, she basically alluded to the fact that in one of her last Vegas residencies, she was rehe- mm-hmm. doing rehearsals. And she does a lot of the choreography and teams up with somebody else to do a lot of the choreography for it. And there was like a dance move that she didn't like or a part of the choreography that she yeah. didn't like. And I guess she was saying she was trying to like express that. And then they spun it into she's being difficult and not, you know, doing what she's supposed to do. Taking, and not and taking her medications. It. Yes. And yeah. they forced her on lithium. Like, I'm like, what? It's 
Well, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, no wonder she, like, based on the drugs, like, they're saying she has to take and stuff. Like, no wonder she looks, like, out of her mind half the time in these, like, videos and yes. stuff. Like, so I was saying, like, because I was thinking, like, okay, well, because, of course, I start thinking, I'm like, well, maybe they have it where she's not in charge. She doesn't post her Instagram, but they have her do photos and videos and stuff. And it's all just on a cloud. And then somebody pulls things that she records and posts them and things. But it's, um, it's, it's easy to see why she looked the way she did on these videos and stuff. Yeah. In my opinion, if she's on, if she's on those types of drugs. And I mean, she even apologized in court and then went on Instagram and did a post as well for like, not lying, but you know, she's like, she, she was basically saying Instagram's like this outlet for her where she can. So she was kind of saying it was her posting everything on Instagram. And she's like, it's an outlet. Like, even though I'm not happy in my life, Instagram's an outlet where I can like portray that I'm happy or make, make my feed look like I'm happy or whatever. So she, you know, she had written a couple times on Instagram posts that you guys like, thank you so much for supporting me, but I'm fine. Like everything's good. I'm happy. And then in court and a later post, she said like, I'm sorry for saying that like, I, I was actually, like, it actually kind of made me feel better saying that I was happy, even though I wasn't yeah. happy. Like, just saying those words made me feel a little bit better. And I'm like, ah. And then she brought up Paris Hilton, too. She had said that she watched the Paris Hilton documentary where uh-huh. Paris Hilton um, had said that that school, the private school, boarding school or whatever, had ab- was abusive to girls abusive. there. Yeah. And she said that, you know, she's like, I'm looking at myself and what people are going to think if I come out and I say everything that's been abusive to me. And she's like, I watched the Paris Hilton documentary and she's like, I sat there like, there's no way this could happen. And I mean, she knows yeah. Paris Hilton personally. And that was like her initial thoughts. Because when you see someone that just has the world, you think like, Nothing bad can ever happen to you. You have everything. Bad things don't happen to people who have everything. And, you know, that's not true. So I don't know. I just feel like she's been in, like, a prison that maybe she really did need this conservatorship in the beginning. But 13 years later of being in a prison with no control over your life, no say-so in anything is just – And then to have it – it's not even, like, a stranger's doing this to you. It's your own dad. Yep. Is just – I – and then I was like, when I was, of course, then reading comments and stuff on social media and, and on Twitter and everything, I was just, people were like, no, I, I still think she has, like, she's talking so fast and she just still sounds like, and I'm like, how nervous, like, first of all, if you put me in this situation where I haven't had the opportunity to talk, and I know this is like my first opportunity to publicly talk about the hell I'm going through. I am going to sound nervous and talk. I'm going to, because she was reading too. Right. So I already know I read too fast. So if I was so nervous, like I would have probably, like anybody would have not sounded like. Exactly. Totally all there. And she's never publicly spoken about this ever. No. That alone is, yeah, I just. Years. Yeah. It's just years of like, of her trying to get everything out in a matter of 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was. I did feel bad for her because I kind of got the impression listening that she thought that maybe her speaking out was going to create change and maybe eventually it will if she follows through with like the steps that she has to do. But like just just that isn't going to do anything for her. Like she does have to petition to end it. She does 
she had requested, you know, to the judge, she's like, I want this done and I want it ended, but I don't want to have to go through a psych evaluation to end it. Well, unfortunately, as I, I'm not a, I'm not an expert in this, but from what I understand about conservatorships, if one was put in place, there was a good reason it was put in place. So to end it, there has to be a good reason to end it. So I'm thinking she's probably going to have to go through a psych evaluation to end it. And I don't know if that's fair or not. That's, that's another place yeah. where I'm like, I don't know if that's fair or not to like force someone to have someone control your life just because you're not mentally sound. I don't know where I really stand on that. I guess I would say if she is forced to continue a conservatorship, they need to completely restructure it for her and have somebody in charge that isn't going to, you know, that's going to make sure that she's not just giving her money to abusive people and people that are taking mm-hmm. advantage of her and that she's safe and, you know, isn't going to harm herself yep. or any, all of those things. But that also lets her be a normal human being and live her life and have some control over her life, you know? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, like it's, She's literally been living in, like, a prison the last decade. It's crazy. It's yeah. Heart-wrenching. Yeah, if, if you... I'm sure you've read it everywhere. Everybody's posting things. But if you want to read the whole transcript, go just Google Variety, Britney Spears um, transcript or whatever, and it'll come up. You can read the whole thing. Her whole... I think it was 24 minutes that she spoke to the court. And it's just, like, heart-wrenching, her talking about what she's gone through for 13 years. Yeah, and I'll try to remember to link it in the description when we... In the episode post so that you can just click on it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you can also find it if you would rather listen to it. I do know I found it on YouTube. So I'm sure it's in a million places now. But so sad. Oh, so sad. With that, let's get into some more exciting news with flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, first, so we got a little message um, from one of our listeners, Melissa, which I went into our Instagram followers and searched Melissa because so I could see who it was. And we have like 20 Melissas that follow us. So <laughs> I've not narrowed it down, but she left us a little message. So let me play that real quick for you. Thanks, Dora, from the 90s hip hop playlist. Uh, I actually love 90s hip hop and I had my very own specially curated playlist on Spotify. And through a series of unfortunate events, basically I forgot my password when we got a new phone. I lost my list on Spotify, and I can't get it back no matter what I try. So to get your list has just been a breath of fresh air, so fun for summertime. I just want to say thank you, and I'm truly Okay. Thank you for leaving us a message, Melissa. If you guys want to do that there is a link in the description you can leave us like i think up to 30 seconds so i think this message did get cut off i'm assuming but you can leave up i want to say it's a 30 second clip you can ask us a question you can just leave a message you can do whatever you want they're kind of fun to listen to and um there's a good chance we'll share it in our episode but i'm so glad so many people have been enjoying my spotify playlist yes it gives me all of my junior high and high school like throwbacks even I think a little bit of college I put in there it's so good all of those late 90s early 2000 hip-hop songs I even threw in some that I had like totally forgot about that I hadn't heard in like years but I'm so glad you guys have been enjoying it 
I also have been loving, everybody's been sharing um, in our Facebook group and on our Instagram, like some of their flavors of the week. And I know there was one that was mentioned that both you and I want to watch. Yes. So we thought we would mention it here. We haven't watched it yet, but we want to. What was it called, Steph? It's called LFG, which I'm assuming stands for Let's Fucking Go. That's <laughs> Maybe not. It usually stands. That's, what, that's I'm what it usually stands for. I don't know what it stands for in regards <laughs> to the show. Because I know the show's about like gender inequalities in U.S. soccer. But... Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that's what it actually stands for or not. I just know that's what the acronym stands for usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on um, HBO Max. Um, someone, I wish I could remember her name off the top of my head, on, on Instagram on our um, Flavor of the Week post shared it. I had brought it up to my mom and I was like, hey, we should watch this. This actually sounds really interesting. So I think we are going to watch it in the next couple nights. And it sounds really good. So I feel like she should get the credit for making it her flavor of the week. So we yep. will give her the credit for that. Um, but just thought it sounded like something interesting that others might like. So we decided we would share it as well. And I'm trying to pull up WOM right now so I can give her the credit. Um, I can, I think I have it handy. Let me see. Um, in the meantime, why not? Okay, wait, nope. I have it here. It is Terry Filling Her Cup. Yes. Thank you. That is going to be a good one. Terry Filling Her Cup. Yeah. So I'm going to try to make it a point to watch it along with a million other things I'm so behind on watching. (laughs) Same. Instead, instead I'm catching up on the hills, the new (laughs) season of the hills, instead of all these actual good things I should be watching. (laughs) I was binging that this weekend, but that's not my flavor of the week. So stupid. (laughs) What's your flavor of the week, Steph? My flavor of the week is a song. It's been a while, I think, since I've shared a song. And you guys know me. I get really stuck and obsessed on certain songs. So my (laughs) current song obsession is called Fancy Like, and it's by Walker Hayes. It's a country song that has, like, a pop vibe to it. And I swear it is the song of summer. Like, there is no song out right now that doesn't sound as much like summer. Like, it is such a bop. It's so catchy. Like, you listen to it once and you feel like you know the whole song already. Such a um, bop. It is. I'm like, he, he, like, he basically is like, yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on date night. Like, I'm like, it's like the cheesiest, like, song. I love it. Um, you know but he, me. I'm not into country like I used to be, but I'll have to listen to it. You have to. I and like if you, my old school country. And if you go on TikTok, like, his like little viral dance for the song is starting to go viral or I don't know if it's just my page maybe and it's not going viral but (laughs) (laughs) but you see he like him and his he has a teenage daughter and they created Uh like a little like TikTok dance to this song and other people are doing it maybe I saw that did you post that or did I see it somewhere I I posted it that sounds familiar he's so cute like you go to his Instagram and he's just like He's always like doing the little dance with his kids and stuff. And I'm like, it's so cute. The dance is cute. The song's cute. It's catchy. It's fun. Listen to it. You will love it. Even if you don't like country music, I swear it's such a cute song. All right. I'll take a listen today. <laughs> so what is your flavor of the week, Laura? This is how you can tell I'm not a genuine influencer because it's nothing that you're going to be able to purchase this week, you guys. But my flavor of the week, and this might be a cop-out because I couldn't think of anything, is my backyard. It is complete. (sighs) How good does it feel? Our backyard. I mean, it's hilarious. When we bought this house exactly a year ago, you think all these things that are going to be... Like, I already thought we were going to be done like with our entire house. We haven't even touched the inside yet. 
But um, the backyard has been a labor of love, a labor of love, and it is done. And it's me and Jeff are obsessed. Like we just sit back there and we're like, I love our backyard so much. <laughs> it's yeah, the grass is in, the fences are painted, the plants are in, the pavers are in, all of the furniture is where it belongs, and it's it just, looks it so feels- gorgeous. I'm so happy. I just love it. And it's I'm just, just shocked. Time like, for summer. I feel like I've heard you talk about your backyard so much and what you're going to do and your ideas and your vision. And then when I left, like, things had been done when I left, but like the grass wasn't in yet. So it's really hard to like see a final picture of something when it's like there's still dirt everywhere so I left with it looking one way and then you posted the final like picture of your backyard I'm like oh my god it looks so good I'm obsessed the only thing so I guess I mean it's done in our eyes the only thing we don't have the patio cover up and that's just because that was like insane delays and that will be hopefully in the next few months but um that's been already deposits down we're just waiting for the materials to come in so and those were a few months on delay. So it's once that's up, it'll be really, really complete. But I feel like there's nothing that doesn't make it complete. Where I think I and I had mentioned earlier, like we're having um, Jeff's brother's 40th birthday party. So it's like we're. I'm just so excited to have like a party in our space. Yes. And like have everything done, and it's just gonna be so. We're like putting up. I guess there's. Um, we're hanging up the string lights this week. So we got like, you know, like the typical backyard string lights. We got those. Jeff's in the process of building this planter pole thing that they, that goes in the back corner that they'll be like linked to. And they'll all be like strung like a few rows like over the grass and stuff. How pretty. So then it'll be, it'll look so nice. I'm so excited. And then next up will be puppy time. And then I'll have a dog that can actually enjoy the backyard. Oh my gosh. One day. I don't know. (laughs) I still don't. I'm like, I told Jeff, I was like, I think I just need to email her this week because I just obsess about it every day. Like I need to know like a little bit more of a like timeline. So that I can just like try to not obsess about it for that many months because <laughs> I just, there was a litter that went home for, I think it was for mini doodles though, that went home this like last week. And so like the Facebook group I'm in, um, for the, the farm that we're getting the dog from, like all these people were posting their puppy, like Aww. that they got this week. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm dying. I Tiny want my dog so bad. Oh my gosh. So cute. I'm so yeah. That's so exciting. It's like you wanted your yard to be done so bad and now it's done and you're like, the next big thing is a puppy. I know. I'm oh my so God. Excited. I'm so excited yeah, for so you. Then, the only thing, so also like our front has not been like we, our front was heavily landscaped. We had ripped everything out like almost nine months ago and it's been pretty bare except the grass. So that actually should be getting done actually in a couple weeks too. So the front will actually be looking. Oh my god! And then we'll be completely done outside. And then we're going to take a break for a little bit while we <laughs> save up. So yes. then we can redo the kitchen. There you go. <laughs> so I'm excited. Yeah, I just, the backyard is quite my obsession and where we're spending a lot of our time right now. So I thought that that was a proper flavor of the week. I also, I've been collect going through and like looking for all my old photos and I've taken new photos and stuff. So I've been wanting to do like a little, like, um, like a video showing the transformation. Yes. So if I get to doing that this week, maybe then I'll be sure to share it. So everybody can see 
where it started and where it's at. Yes. So, you got anything else? You good, Steph? I think I'm good. I think we... I'm not going to say it because you tell me I say it every week. I think we got a good one. Have a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. I think our lunch break's over. Time to get back to work. But anyways, yeah, everyone, thank you guys so much for joining us for the episode. Just a reminder, come join our private Facebook group. Search Club Wine Over Matter. Request to join. Um, and one of us will accept you. Links to all of our socials, including links to our flavors of the week, can always be found in the details of the episode. As always, if you listen on Apple, if you listen on iTunes, I know there's hundreds of you, and we only have like, I think like 60 reviews. So there's still so many of you who haven't. Go leave us a review. Give us five stars. We'll love you all forever. That good stuff. <laughs> we'll love you forever. It really does help us kind of get some new followers and kind of get the word out. It does. But, um, Give us a follow on Instagram if you haven't at Wine Over Matter Pod. You can follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches and Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers.